0: Gentlemen, the Leipzig Connection is a slender, inexpensive paperback that tells you in a few hours all the fantastical personalities and theories that transformed education in America comma and basically in a bad way. Now nobody can explain the steady collapse of American K-12 unless they know that clever people were constructing the reasons and means for causing this collapse. Here's the whole story, short version. All the big shots involved in the birth of American education earned their graduate degrees from a small number of elite German universities during the years 1875 to 1900. The world view at these universities was remarkably uniform, being a witch's brew of Hegelian, Marxist, socialist, and communist ideas. According to the write-up on Amazon, John Dewey, father of American education, took the new radical German redefinition of education to mean, open quote, the reprogramming of young brains and applied it to his self-appointed task of creating in America the ideal socialist state, close quote. John D. Rockefeller, hoping to reshape his public image from robber baron to education benefactor, bankrolled what was in effect a hostile takeover of our educational establishment. The Leipzig connection lays out the whole story of the development of the educational malaise, open quote, which we have unknowingly dropped our children into, explaining not only declining SAT scores and the phenomenon of high school graduates who are barely literate, but also symptoms even more sinister. Violence, prostitution, and drug dealing in the school. The self-mutilation of tattooing and body piercing and teenage suicide. Close quote from Amazon. Now I read this book with great enthusiasm 17 years ago and placed my review on Amazon titled where American education went wrong." Open quote. Basically, this is a great place to start if you want to understand how American education got so messed up. The book contains many quotations by all the heavy hitters, from Wilhelm Wundt to Rockefeller, with a footnote on almost every page plus a dozen photographs and a long bibliography. This book definitely has a case to make, but does it in a scholarly way. Now here's one of John Dewey's quotations, open quote. The ultimate problem of all education is to coordinate the psychological and social factors. End of that quote. From there on, it's all downhill. Note that there's no mention of anything academic or scholarly. Note that Dewey could solve this ultimate problem to his immense satisfaction, and students can still end up ignorant, which is pretty much what he has achieved for us. Don't suppose that these long-ago manias have somehow moved on. They have not. In one of the weirdest pairings in history, far-left academics used Rockefeller's guilty millions to fund and shape Teachers College and many others with the express purpose of churning out indoctrinated teachers who would then be sent out into the countryside to to indoctrinate the young. The young brains who went to Leipzig and other German cities saw themselves as brave warriors for a better future. They were creating three new fields psychology, sociology, and education. They were taking their new gospel back to a backward hinterland, AKA the USA. They returned home festooned with glory, a PhD from a German capital. Naturally, they had a very high opinion of themselves, but along with their erudition, they also showed a fascination with control and indoctrination They had all the right answers, so it was their duty to make sure you accepted them. Addendum, my own book, Saving K-12, is a very different book, but coincidentally picks up where the Leipzig book stops, mid 20th century. Both books were written by outsiders about developments they considered dubious and dangerous. Pretty much all the information published by these people that is the new thinkers and their admirers doesn't see the danger and that's the curse we live in. Thank you. Overview Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that, we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education. But the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff. And that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, the great guitarist, is much smarter, he said. The beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. 5. Lenin's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. 6. If we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of sub-educated students from K-rate through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, PS, my book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.